When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mornings on SEN. He's going to have to be playing well if he wants to get a start. Um, you know, it's a it's a tough um, it's a tough squad to break into, and we've got a lot of we've got a, a lot of good batters around. And um, you know, I I mean, I'm sure he'll be fine. But um, yeah, there's it. Unfortunately, it does mean that someone you know that's ready and probably should be playing in the big bash misses out. Um, but, you know, I think that's part of the reason why the Sixers have been so good over the last, I'd say, four years now. Um, you know, we've been extremely consistent and at the top of the table quite frequently. And I think that's because of the depth of the squad rather than just the out-and-out superstars. That was Moses Onriks, uh, captain of the Sydney Sixers, talking about the, st- the signing of Steve Smith uh, for part of this season uh, in the BBL. As I welcome in Bryce McGain, to be a big part of the Big Bash Nation again. It all gets underway tonight. It's Sydney Thunder v Melbourne Stars up at Marnica Oval in Canberra. As Bryce joins me, Bryce, welcome. What did you make of those comments uh, from Moses Onriks about Steve Smith? Yeah, very good morning to you, Jules. Look, it, it had a bit of a bet each way, didn't it? It sounded like you were saying, well... We've been going pretty well without him. We can't deny he's awesome. Maybe it's not quite his game. I think that's the under underlying mm-hmm. tone to what he's saying. It may not be his game, but we're really wrapped to have a player of his caliber in the squad. Um, and he has supported the Sixers all the time. Even when he wasn't able to be around the squad, he'd be turning up at training and doing those sort of things when he had Australian commitments. And even last year, he wanted to come in and play, but he was banned from playing in the domestic competition because he wasn't listed. So that was a farce in itself from the Big Bash. But I think, um, yeah, I I guess the strength of the Sixers has been that they've just been such a well-tuned, well-coached, strategically excellent. Moses Henriques is just an outstanding captain of the game as well. So he probably didn't, he underestimated himself in that, of course. Um, That's the way what good leaders do. But uh, Look, I think it's a bit, a bit of a bit, a bit of a one where it's a bet each way. What do you think, Jules? Uh, I think it, I think Simon O'Donnell hit the nail on the head this morning. I think if if you were other players in the Sixers lineup, you'd love to hear that saying, "Well, Steve's not just going to walk back into this side. Um, we've got a lot of good players and uh, a lot of players that deserve to play." So I think that maybe it was more of a message to the the rest of his teammates more than some sort of direct message uh, to Steve Smith. But uh, look, it, I think it's good for the BBL that Steve Smith. Is playing just on that. The Sixers have been an outstanding uh, club, as you mentioned, as have the Scorchers, defending champions. But how much is there, have their chances have taken a hit in recent times? You look at uh, Mitch Marsh is not going to play in the tournament. Laurie Evans is out of the tournament. Phil Salt's out of the tournament. How much does that change your thinking around the Scorchers heading into this season? Uh, not much. <laughs> <laughs> I think every team would be going through their lists and pulling their teams together and going, how do we win the title? And the, the only way you've got to do that, all roads lead through Perth. You've got to beat them. So how can you beat them? Their depth, their squad. They were that confident in their squad when it came to the draft, which happened a couple of months ago. 
and the top tier players were available, they didn't even want to yeah. partake in the draft. They just went, well, no, nah, not for us. We'll pass. Our players are better than anyone you can offer up for us. The Cricket Australia have cobbled together from international players. Why do we want to go and get other players? We don't. Our squad is that good and that deep. Uh, they'll cover Mitch Marsh. He is a loss. There's no doubt. He's one of the best T20 players in the world. So he is a loss and it will bring a halt. But that, that'll have a player like Aaron Hardy step up to be even better. He's your Cameron Green. And they were neck and neck coming through all the underage um, WA squads and things like that. And he's just ready to blossom. And he's shown tremendous signs. He's a terrific player, but it gives him a better opportunity. Someone like an Ashton Agar can just take the competition by storm. They can bat him in different positions now. He's a gun fielder and his bowling's outstanding. So they just have so many good players and they've just got it. They're really well coached. The best teams are... Um, Adam Vogue just does an awesome job for Perth Scorchers. So I think every other team around the country is going, well, how do we beat them? And that's how they're, they're structuring up their squads for this big bash league. Of the internationals, we've, we're seeing some you know, faces coming back. You know, Rashid Khan, Andre Russell's played in the competition before. Then you've got you know, Trent Bolt, you've got Martin Guptill, Faf Duplessis. Is there one of the, the internationals, whether it's one returning or, or one that's playing in the competition for the first time, that you're really looking forward to watching and, and think it have a massive impact on the tournament? I think there's a couple of New Zealanders that you mentioned in Bolt going to the Stars and then uh, Guptill is a mighty pickup. He didn't make the World Cup squad for New Zealand just recently, but in terms of a T20 player at the top of the order for uh, the Renegades, he's going to be fantastic. So the Renegades have really strengthened their squad with experience. Hanscom comes in there as well to match up with Guptill. And so they, they bring this experience. It is an experienced game, the Big Bash. It is for experienced players, great problem solvers who can work their way through. The Renegades have gone with a bit of a youth team for, for a long time now and um, not quite. They've just had lumpy performance and when they've been under pressure, they've really collapsed. But having that experience around for the Renegades in particular, I think will, will give great strength to those developing players like a Will Sutherland to really start shining out now. But I think of those international, so New Zealand, the hardened ones, the ones that have been in the big games. Like they have found themselves at the pointy end of uh, 50 over World Cups. They've found themselves in finals of T20 World Cups. So those guys, that experience, they're going to be invaluable. And I'm sure they'll perform exceptionally well in Australia because they've been here a number of times themselves. Bryce McGain, big part of Big Bash Nation again this summer. Of course, it all gets underway tonight. The Thunder and the Stars up at Marnica Oval. Just before we talk about the Stars, just on the Renegades, you can't really sugarcoat it, can you? They've stunk it up the last couple of years. Uh, David Staker is the coach. They've made some changes, as you mentioned there, uh, with you know Guptill being a big signing. Surely they improve this season. Oh, there's no doubt. They're going to be really hard to beat. And if we, if other teams are thinking, oh, well, they'll just be the same pushovers, they simply won't be. They're, an order with Finch, Maddinson, now uh, Hanscom. Hanscom will be a backup wicketkeeper for them. So someone with that experience ready to come in. Harper will get the first bite of the cherry there. Um, Saker, the coach, has, has announced that. Um, so... Look, they just have this depth, and I mentioned with Guptill coming in as well, and their bowling gets strengthened as well. They've picked up Rogers from um, from Hobart. So, look, they've just brought in good players who can handle the pressure and the heat of the moment. That'll help their young guys also develop in their squad so that when they get that opportunity as well, Marcus Harris is in that, and 
a few years ago, he's really honed into his test match cricket of more recent times, the longer form, but he was a pretty dynamic T20 player a few years back as well. So look, they've got this depth. I think they're going to be really dangerous. They'll they'll win as many as they lose. I, I see them around that sort of mark, maybe fighting for that um, the bottom of the final five. But if that team gets on a roll with that experience, they'll just chomp up teams, and uh, the other teams won't know what's happened. Their batting power is is pretty impressive. As we know, the Stars are still chasing their first BBL title. They've made three finals before and haven't quite been able to get the job. Done. They did suffer that big bow uh, with the injury to Glenn Maxwell. They got enough quality in their squad that they can overcome that and and be one of the elite teams this season. Yeah, well, we hope so. Um, from a Melbourne Stars perspective, they're the big franchise uh, in town, I suppose, and maybe the biggest in the in the competition. But. Yeah, losing Glenn Maxwell is a huge blow. And uh, not only his three-dimensional cricket, um, he has it all, but his leadership and his captaincy as well. He's shown to be an incredible thinker of the game and he's got a great feel for T20. So it's going to be hard for David Hussey to, to cobble up someone to cover all those bases. And you're probably just never going to replace that. But he'll be looking with the money ball solution and going, okay, well, how do we get a little bit more out of everyone to, to cover that, that type of player. And, um, you know, the, the weight then sort of goes to... And Adam Zampa's been good with the ball, but it's a real responsibility now to lead that attack and, and hone in the rest of the guys as well. Um, you're probably looking... It's, it's odd that a spinner will lead the fast bowling attack and, and how it works, but that, that's the way it will be. And I think Marcus Stoinis... Um, to, to really start, you know, uh, shining, be a shining light. He has shown that many, many times. He plays for Australia, of course. But there'll be some responsibility and he'll want to take his game to the dominant levels that we saw in the Big Bash a couple of years ago as well. The Hobart Hurricanes, they had the outstanding player of the competition last year. Ben McDermott was unbelievable as a bat, yeah. as a batter. 577 runs at 48. And now they've got Ricky Ponting as sort of the key strategist, the head of strategy down there at the Hurricanes. What sort of impact will he have on that team? Immense. His understanding of T20 cricket, we've seen it in the IPL, and we get a taste of it when uh, he gets behind the mic and and shares his experience and has done over the years. He he truly understands the game. He understands the pressures of the the game and and removes that from the players. And uh, I think we're seeing that with the England cricket team and and Ben Stokes and the way he captains with... uh, uh, with the, the support staff and the coaching group around that. I think you'll have that huge impact. Hobart Hurricanes have got a talented list. There's no doubt about it. Matthew Wade, one of the best T20 players going around as well. He's captain of the team. And Look, I, I think that their, their internationals are a bit of a mystery to all. We're going to have to see how they settle in. They've really gone with a Pakistan flavour um, and we'll have to see how that comes together but the experience of Ricky Ponting will be absolutely invaluable. It will be a, a dream for all those players to have that type of experience and someone with that depth of knowledge and um, and, and set the path for, for some genuine um, smart strategy. And we're going to see some creative stuff, I would have thought, from the Hobart Hurricanes, which is what Ricky Ponting's done in the IPL. Um, he's a bit of a cricket genius, so um, that they've really landed a jet there. So outside of that, you've you made it pretty clear you still think the Scorchers are going to be really good despite some of the setbacks with their roster. Who else do you see right up there this year pushing for the title? Yeah, hard to deny the Sixers again. Those two teams are right up there and it's they've got all bases covered. 
But the other teams have improved what they and how they're going about it. Renegades, of course, we've mentioned. You mentioned the impact of Ricky Ponting coming in with the Hobart Hurricanes. They'll improve. Um, I, I think the Adelaide Strikers, interestingly with them, uh, my old club from Big Bash 1, um, interestingly let John O'Wells go. Now, he finds himself at the Renegades. Mm, good player. Well. He, was their, he was their leading run scorer in his top three, I think, all-time of Big Bash run scorers. And an awesome problem solver in the middle. Like, he is your, your key player to go and finish the game and win the game. And they've let him go. It really was a head-scratcher. I, I, I was really, really surprised that the, the strikers let that calibre of player go because they don't just grow on trees. So that uh, the, the strikers' loss is the Renegades' gain. And it's going to be hard for them to fit all these guys in the Renegades. So... Expect an enormous improvement from the red Melbourne-based team. They are going to leap right up there and surprise a lot of teams. So I think the other teams will be fighting it out. But um, for me, it's that orange team over in Perth that are going to be very hard to overcome. And Bryce, we've got DRS this summer. What, what, what controversy are we going to talk about now that we've got DRS? Well, <laughs> well, there was one. I don't know whether it's everyone's been across it, but in the England test, yes. match, they did go to a catch down league side and it had a big play on on the result and for mine the ball was on the grass it was in the keeper's gloves and hard for the keeper to know of course but it looked like there was grass all around the ball but uh, it was given out so I'm sure we're going to have some decisions that are, are, are maybe a little bit like that where the TV isn't a bit conclusive but I think it's a good move um, that they're, they're going through this and at least with some of those howlers it's going to stop that it won't be perfect we get it but if it's 90, 95% or 90% okay, then we're going to stop the howler. And that's what it's there to do. Um, so thankfully, uh, we've gone ahead and invested in, in that. And that helps with the integrity of the Big Bash too, I think. Yeah, that was a controversial last uh, moment last night uh, with Ollie Pope. That did not look like a catch. Even the England commentators didn't think that was a catch. Uh, Bryce, we look forward to hearing your work on Big Bash Nation uh, over the summer. All gets underway tonight. Thunder and the Stars. You're tipping the Stars tonight? I will be tipping the stars tonight. Yep. Awesome. Thanks for your time, Bryce. We'll uh, touch base again very soon. Uh, great team again on Big Bash Nation, bringing you all the BBL season 12. And as we say, 7.15 tonight gets underway. Stars and Thunder up there at Monica. Over you're listening to Mornings for Hyundai T- Tucson Turbo Diesel. It's in stock now. And Cobra Golf win one of five putters on their Instagram.